Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to Suds, Dino, and the Dogfather, featuring former NHL player Rich Sutter, PGA Tour caddy Dale Valelli, and hosted by former Canadian women's national golf coach Dean Spriddle. Welcome to July 10th. Can't believe the summer's going by so fast. We've got our beers in hand. Good. Richie's got the Michelob Ultra. American as usual, and Dale's got the, uh, is that the anti-pride Bud Light? Well, that's, yeah, that's the Bud Light, everyone's favorite, but they just don't want to admit it. That's a good one. <laughs> I I get, think, I you know what, we should, con- we should contact Bud Light and actually give them that before uh, before we actually air this, because I just fucking saved them. Because of? Well, you get back, it'd be a new bumper sticker, That's the, that's the that could be their new ads, Everyone's everyone's favorite beer, they just don't admit it. Wow. That's an interesting slogan. You should send that 14th, to me. 14th favorite beer now in America is Bud Light. Because of that. Because of that. I mean, and they were trying to do the right thing, eh? Yeah, too late. So they're a punchline. What, what do you mean, the punchline? Oh, just as a joke. I mean, you don't want to be the guy drinking Bud Light anymore in front of your buddies. You just get made fun of. <laughs> Guess what? I'll drink it. That. I don't give a shit. I didn't know that. I just thought it was good marketing, but kind of backfired on them a little bit. Yeah, politics. Well, Let's get into this golf. So I, got, us, I got some stuff actually, to say about that, Tell us what you guys have been doing the last uh, couple of weeks. There, we haven't seen you. So, what have you been up to? It's pretty exciting. Yeah, no, weeks. I uh, I missed the last one. I apologize for that, but I uh, a lot of shit going on. But I, I caddied and was up at that Mickelson for their whole week long thing. Played caddied for Dane Thorogood, my buddy. Uh, grew up with him in Alberta Golf, Canada Golf. Uh, finished fun. tied seventh out of 45 amateurs. Pretty happy about that. Tough golf course, 7,500 yards, nine under won it with 45 pros, 45 amateurs. He finished. Andrew Harrison. Uh, what's, uh, yeah, the guy from, yeah, he, uh, he beat, yep, yep, on the last hole. Um, Ryan, yep. Yeah, I think. But, did, uh, did Andrew not start with 65 first day, 64 or something like that? Yeah, there was a lot of, if you looked at the scorecards, it's like when you ask me questions about the LPGA, I have no goddamn clue. But th- there should have been other people that would should have won that, that Seculuck guy that won the Canadian Am. Hi, Max. Got like yeah. 41 on the back nine to lose by one or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I uh, enjoyed doing that. And then I played in that PJ Memes tournament with a bunch of... People I don't know, what but you think what's the what's PJ memes? I don't even understand that. That's like the like the biggest meme uh account on Instagram, you know, the guy that does all the all the the you know the golfers' houses, he's that subscriber that goes into all those guys and showcases all the stuff. He's oh, yeah, yeah. part he's That's like cool. the main dude, the main dude of, of Instagram, and he's got five five tournaments a year, and they connected one with uh, Mickelson. Um, I think that Jesse Galvin, I'm sure you remember him. He connected that through uh, that G Tech apparel. Oh yeah, um, but That's the heated, uh, heated yeah, they did a good stuff. job. I mean, there was a lot of the grand opening of that golf course or grand opening of the clubhouse. Um, yeah, tough golf course. My feet hurt. I did some hot dog. I did a hot dog review each day, but 
haven't posted it yet because I've been so tired. I got shin splints. My toes hurt. My shoes weren't t- weren't weren't uh, oh, yeah. really shoes in the last day. We really feel for you. I was so really tired. And if you go to the pharmacy, you can get some cream for that. Eh? You know that. I'm all natural, baby. We all know that. Look at this beard. Look at me. You know how I roll. Stubbs Pharmacy right around the corner here. Yeah, right around the corner. We'll get you some cream for that. Okay. I couldn't even. I don't have a vehicle, and I've never had my license. Everyone knows that. I couldn't even walk. I couldn't even have walked three houses. We'll have to skip the dishes for some cream for your sore feet. Red arrow doesn't work in that. Yeah, no. So I've had some serious, serious five-hour naps, about three or four of them, uh, kind of stampeded. A little bit, but uh, no, I'm going to end up going to do a couple more tournaments for Dane, which will be fun. It'll get to the summer. I can do the Alberta Open and, a, and his club championship just to get a preparation because he's got Sundry. the golf bug. Is he and, at Sundry uh, or is he at the other one? He's, he runs them both, doesn't he? Sundry yeah, and, he owns uh, Sundry and Grey Wolf. Grey Wolf. But uh, we finished, like yeah. I said, we finished seventh for a guy that doesn't play golf and all these guys you know, came around Canada to play and we had the lead in the amateur division after the first day, which was pretty cool. He got yeah. his his uh, blood I pumping. Heard, but I heard that if he had a decent caddy, he may have been top five. That's a, I, I heard I that. So top three. The caddy could have kept up. Average caddy gets you top seven. I heard the caddy couldn't keep up. Or he kept yeah. waiting for a club. Yeah, right. I was carrying a stand bag. That's where my were career you, uh, is. Like... Were you riding the cart? No, you no. I was carrying a, ca- carrying a carry bag. Yeah. That's where my career has gotten to, I guess. So did they made you walk or get actually ride oh, the you car? Have to ride. You have to walk, man. Right? Made me walk. I was basically jogging out there. <laughs> it was actually, you know what? 11, 11.8 kilometers is what they actually said is the actual, just the route. Um, obviously, there's a lot more involved when you're doing numbers and pacing and doing all that stuff. I, dropping head covers and having to go back. Dropping yeah, but you're not, <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong, but you're not moving the entire time, right? You get to stop and you get oh, to yeah. the button green and I, uh, it's in a bunker I, uh, you stop too. No? I do 15 to 20 at once. No, um, no. I, I only stop. I only stop to light a cigarette <clears> because <throat> I got to turn my back to the wind, so I have to stop. That's the only time I stop. How long, would he have, how long would Dale have lasted in the NHL? Would he made one shift? No. 20 years. He wouldn't have made one shift, he said. 20 years. He had been the tell guy. The guy brings the little tell on after the guys get a little you sweaty. Know, hey, hey Rich, see if you remember this name. I uh, This was my favorite uh, hockey player growing up. Played for the Messinette Tigers. I think he was number 18. But do you remember Stacy Roost? Oh, for sure. Well, Stacy's a good friend of mine. That Stacey. was my dude. That was my boy. I think he's assistant GM of the Tampa Bay Lightning. His son Austin was just years. drafted by Nashville. Oh, was it Na- no, no, he was drafted by Detroit. I think his son Austin was just drafted by Nashville. Oh, his son. Oh, nice. Everett Silvertips. Nice. Yeah, that was my favorite player. Growing Great up. family. Did you, uh, Did you play with him? Uh, no, we. Stacy was one of her students at the uh, hockey camp Sutter Ice and Coldwell growing up. I remember. And uh, became a teacher with us. Went on and uh, played in Detroit, uh, played a little bit in Europe. Uh, he was one of my picks in the expansion draft for the Minnesota Wild. Brought him back to back to the NHL. Hard worker. Him and, him and Lethbridge, Hurricane native, Wes Walls. Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, a shout out, Lethbridge, baby. Yes. Very good. So, yes. yeah, that's what I, I've been up to, Richie. I know you're traveling yeah, you, around. Yeah, tell us, because you've been busy, too. Yeah, you've been away. Yeah. I'm you the know, only one here working. Wed- weddings, uh, brother Brent's daughter, Brooke, got married a couple of weeks ago. Um, and then uh, 
been to Toronto, been to Vancouver uh, with NHL stuff, um, alumni and stuff. NHL Just got home this afternoon. So NHL PA stuff? Yeah, uh, alumni. But do, so do you play games or just do dinners and fundraisers? Uh, charities and fundraisers? Uh, yesterday we had a great day. Um, played out at Coppinwood and in Goodwood in Ontario. Uh, shout out to Brad May and his family, his mom and dad, uh, siblings. Uh, Brad's old uh, family's old farmland. Uh, Buffalo's yes, yes. Wasn't he a light? Was he a Tampa Bay Lightning too? Yeah, yeah, a little bit, and they turned the they turned the farmland into a uh, golf course. Oh wow! Incredible hills, woods, uh, very tough course. Uh, you see any hey, fairways? Hey, I'm going to interrupt. I'm going to interrupt. Actually, I played. I played. I played with one of the pros, uh, and on I think actually three or four of the holes, I outdrove him. Um, holes were tough. Management, you know golf, it was great. You it was a say. great, great golf course. I wish I would have stayed another day and played today because you know Drive for show, spot for dough, spot for dough. And yeah, see, and, and also, want, Richie, and I wanted, I wanted to we interrupt, did. but uh, even if you had, even if you had thirty six holes in your backyard, you still wouldn't break a hundred. I'm sorry. Well, no, I will, I, I will tell you one thing. <laughs> I'm ignoring, I'm ignoring that smart ass comment because it means nothing to me. But it's a scramble uh, play, uh, play I will, ball. I will say one thing. The course was awesome, um, and I was just so thrilled to hear it was actually a friend of mine. It was his family's land. Yeah, that's um, good. Yeah, that's and amazing. It was a really I love cool that. story. Okay, when, did you ever fight Brad May? No, never did fight. Brad. Thank God for you. Why? He's oh, buddy, yeah, he's tough. He's tough. I, I didn't know that. I fought I, a lot of tough guys. I, I was, I was paying, I was more paying attention to who got the apples and the goals. But it was, it was a great day. It was it for me? It was personally, it was a great day to go spend time with a lot of the alumni guys. Uh, our alumni group, Glenn Healy, uh, Peter Hassan, um, just a great group of people. A lot of the, a lot of the players I played against. Maybe the old uh, Vancouver goalie coach. D- Doug hey, hey, you know, um, it was awesome. hey, I'll was shout out day. for you, Richie. You can tell him this next time, too. Every time I heal a drive, I yell out, I Glenn Healy'd it. You can tell him that. I will tell him that. It's oh, either I, that. Actually, you do need to speak to Glenn tomorrow. I'll remind him that you know this guy named what's his name? Dogfather. You ever heard of him? <laughs> he'll he'll know who you are. He'll know him. I was at the Cars right. Pass, uh, having a little game with my son and a couple of buddies on Friday. Had a fantastic year. Have you been there yet? Crow's Nest Pass. Where's that? Crow's Nest Pass. I have. They just redid it. It's actually unbelievable. Oh, yeah. Three years ago. So it's really worth the game. Yeah. But, uh, they uh I don't know like if you know the backstory bridge. about that, but they sold a bunch of land to some mining things for no. like 50, 50 million, and they're not going to work on it for like no. another twenty years. Oh, here's what happened. So they, I did something not like that. I similar I to that, the but pro- they so the the old front line they needed to get to drive to the mine. They said we'll we'll rebuild your exact golf course you want up higher up on the mountain, no mm-hmm. cost. We'll mm-hmm. build your clubhouse, zero debt. See, I played. I played with the head. I played with the head pro and director of golf last year. He invited me out there. Jason Roth. Yeah, good dude. I he. I think he was from Medicine Hat or Lethbridge too. You would have talked. Well, he went to the college with me at uh, yeah Lethbridge. I think he's a Christmas boy. I think Uh, an old friend of mine, Bruce Lyon from Lethbridge, who is a retired school teacher, was a New York Mets draft pick. Played some ball. uh, Just retired and moved from Lethbridge out there. I ran into him the other day here before I went to Toronto, and he said. You got to come out. He goes, this golf course is Love great. It. Yeah, no, that's, and there's a lot to do with that because they, uh, um, they got to redo, they had a bunch of janky, really shitty holes before the old, the old nine. And now they, they got to redo the whole thing. 
and grass is great. They kind of took some trees out, which doesn't allow a bunch of winter kill. You know, got rid of all yeah. of it. Beautiful. And you know what? I, I, you know, golf is expensive these days. I want to say it's like one twenty-five, but yeah. you know what? The sheet, the season's short, and it's well worth that, that would deal. definitely. It's What's well that? worth that, honestly. If if hey, that's what I'm saying, it is incredibly it's worth, worth it. I don't well, know. Incredibly, what, what the value is insane. Where was it? Yeah, one twenty-nine. And they got a sick range too. Car, yeah, lovely range. Yeah, the, the whole thing was great. No, no, everything's great. Stuff. Yeah, well worth a visit. Okay, let's get I into agree. this week's US Open oh. at Pebble Beach. It was probably hey. the most watched event of the weekend, to be honest. I didn't spend a lot of time watching uh, the men's, which we'll get to as well, because it's a hell of a finish. But you see, uh, Pebble Beach looked great. They yeah. halved the fairways from the AT&T. Yeah. So it was tight. I mean, even even the ladies who rarely miss fairways were missing fairways, and it became critical at the end. So, I can't. Oh, I caddied. Cool. I caddied in a U.S. Open at Pebble Beach for Abraham. That was one of my first U.S. Opens. What year? Uh, the year Gary Woodland. Oh yeah, sure. the, the Gary, we were Gary Woodland one, but uh, I don't know we made double. We made double on six on sixteen, I think, and ended up finishing like thirty something. But uh, obviously, I mean Pebble nice. Beach. If the weather's good, it is going to shine bright. And, you know, whatever the yardage is, whatever the fairways are, I mean, it's one of the, the most special pieces of land on planet Earth. And if and if the golfers, you know, do their job and give everyone a good finish and play well and, and you know. There was yeah. a girl, 480th, who led after the first two rounds, 68, 69. Yeah. That's Bailey. the best thing. That's one of the best things Bailey about Tardy. golf, though. Bailey Tardy, fantastic! I never heard yeah. of the two. I never heard of Alison Corpus before that, to be honest. And she's twenty eighth in the world. I'd never heard of. Uh, hey. Twenty five years old. Her first win. Um, From Hawaii. She had, she had like four hundred eighty one thousand earnings this year, and she comes out with a two million dollar payday, which is fantastic. And look, I'm not a great. I'll admit, I'm not a great uh, follower of women's golf, but I do love it when when Nelly Corder's in the running and 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 Brooke Henderson, but. But this this was fascinating. I sat in my hotel room on Sunday night and and I loved it. Uh, I mean, she just I mean, she hey, was in control, imagine, and I just love what she like, was doing. It was good to see. Richie, it would be like the equivalent winning your first. Like I'll give you an, an equivalent to to this winning your first LPGA Tour event at whatever age. It wouldn't matter, but at whatever age, and it being a major at Pebble Beach, that's like basically probably winning the. I mean, whatever you grow up, that'd be like winning the the Stanley Cup on Game Seven in Toronto in front of it. Like, you know, for I guess I don't know your was your in favorite your, in team, your but, rookie season. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's just <laughs> your career is your your dream was just made. Like, so oh, it, sure. it'll be curious to see how people do that because it's like you go like that David Duval thing, and you see a bunch of women get way up and come down, but. There's multiple reasons for that. But once you yeah. achieve the highest level and it's like, oh, there's not much left after that. What do you do? There's yeah, a couple month period after that where you really got to still work Three hard. year pro, three years pro. Um, her good first player. win, good player. I loved her composure. Like she just stuck with it and she didn't. She kept she didn't, the same routine the yeah, whole way around. It was yeah. really good. She hit some unreal shots. I mean, I don't care what tees you're playing off or anything. She no, no, I agree. Shots. Hey. And the one thing that people don't realize about Pebble Beach, if you haven't been there and they don't really, you don't say it much, but Pebble Beach is on a, it's on a side of a hill. It's not yeah. like flat and 
it's so you're what when you go this way, you've got right to left lies, and when you go the other way, you've got left to right lies. Yeah, no, it's a good, and it's a good test. If they've got tiny greens, and if you can't work your ball and have control of it, then uh, and you don't, and you have to play incredibly, incredibly I like smart it because and patient. It's honestly more as closer to the way we all play than it is to watch the PGA yep. Tour guys, right? They yep. hit it about 260, 270 at the, the top end. But hey, you know what? At seven in the morning, at seven in the morning, blowing fifteen miles an hour, trust me, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what time of the year it is. That it, the ball doesn't go far. Like, yeah, no, that's right. Especially in the sea level, but that was yeah. Well, there specifically too. But it's the quality of the shots they're hitting is really impressive. Uh, I think, and and like I said about women's soccer a few years ago, five ten years ago, I wouldn't have watched it, but now it's actually very competitive. Same as the women's golf. It's really, really good. Hey, Dean, I got a question for you. Yeah. Hopefully this comes out right, but question for you. Would you would you rather have your city win a WNBA championship or would you rather? Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Five bucks. Would you rather what? Rather what? Have five bucks. <laughs> it was a joke I heard on a podcast. A Is it time. American or Canadian? That's yeah, like pesos. Pesos. I'd rather I, I'd rather have Vancouver win the WNBA. Yeah, Brittany Griner got a dunk last night in the first dunk in the WNBA, and I almost puked I in it. my mouth when I, I seen that. A gal dunked it last night. Yeah, it's good. No, it's the whole yeah. uh, the whole of women's sports been great. She's yeah, been next, She's next been topic. dunked. She's dunked before. Yeah, but it's good. Eh? Yeah, no, yeah. first one of the WNBA season was last night. Yeah, it was. Yeah, but she's done before. When she though. first oh, came yeah, back, yeah, when her first practice, when she came back from Russia, they showed her dunk twice, and she couldn't get above the rim and hit the rim both times. There was one girl last night. Honestly, she was she was already above the rim. I didn't watch shit. I just laughed. You watched the, the home run derby last night. That was kind of fun. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I watched that too. Glad you won it. I, that kid that got hit in the face watched it too. I didn't see that off, uh, off the Vladdy, uh, you know, they got to yeah. get rid of those ball boys out in the out in the field running around like like have oh, yeah. no clue what's going on. Vladdy hit a one fifteen mile an hour line well, drive. Line drive. Ball, right, right balls are head. coming every four or five seconds. You better be paying attention. I know, Smashed him right in the head. But, but yeah, it was good. It was fun to watch. Was Rodriguez was hot early. The Seattle hometown boy, but then Vladdy just kicked ass. Those boys are just dying by the end of it. Eh? Oh yeah, two minutes of swinging. I mean, oh no, for sure. But dude, that, that's a lot of that's you swing. I mean, a minute or a minute, two minutes. You swing. Yeah, I've, swing anything, I guess. But yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, it was interesting. All right, on to the PGA Tour. Sepp Straka, seventy-three first round. Wow. Tied for 133rd. You know, it's funny. is uh, First guy in 35 years to shoot over par and win a, uh, the John Deere Classic. New caddy that week. That was his first time on the bag. Had Kevin right. Kisner's old caddy. That's right. Dwayne Bach played against him. Dwayne Bach played tour. Canadian Tour. I played against him at, the, at that time. Yep. But the thing blew my mind. He's minus, he's minus nine in the last round, and he, he wins by two. That was the last. <laughs> yeah. you know that? He hit in the water yeah. on the last yeah. hole. He just he said he's just hoping for a top five and he ends up he has a chance to shoot sixty, 
And he says, yeah. not aiming at the flag, he's aiming to the right, pulls it, rides the wind and everything. He says, as soon as he hit it and he was in the water, it gets up, you know, gets up and down for bogey or double bogey and wins by two anyway. My last PGA, my last event I caddied with uh, for Abraham was the final round of the Olympics. And we played with Sepp Straka in that round. Had his brother on the bag for the week. So it's a funny story about him though. His mum's from Atlanta. His dad's Austrian. And he's got the worst southern drawl ever. He's going to play. Yeah, the he, drinks more diet. He, he drinks more diet Cokes than J- JD does. No shit. He talked today on the radio that uh, he's, a, he's, he's, not a, he's not a Bud Light. He's a Miller Light guy. Yeah, he's a, he's he's one of the good ones. That's a that's a win for the good guys there. He's gonna make the European Ryder Cup team. Oh yeah, he will. He's, oh, I guess he'll be. Yeah. It will. He's yeah, he's, twice that's like he's his second won. or third win too. Twice this year. Yeah, he's won. I think he won Honda once. Well, that's his oh, third PGA win, I think. But really good, eh? Yeah. yeah. Like shooting 73, 65, 64, 62. How good is that? Never give up, buddy. Never give up. Win by two. Uh, I I know I did, but he'd already booked his flight. He'd already booked his flight Friday night. Yeah, uh, so you've heard that tip. enough times. That's happened tip. like a hundred times. His coach called in, watching on television, and said, your toe, your putt is too high. Get get it down on the ground. Boom. 65, yeah, 64, there you go. 62. I hope yeah, he gave his uh, coach more than you paid me, Dale. Well, uh, you know, pro bono when you're 12 years old, I don't need to, if you want to <laughs> accept my money, go, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> you were scamming all my buddies when you came to play anyway so you're taking hey, all pro the fucking bono. i thought that was i thought that was uh you always wanted to do at least a couple pro bonos didn't you yeah not not 12 years but whatever <laughs> hey close enough um so this week scottish open it's not really conducive to getting them ready for hoya lake to be honest it's a parkland golf course owned it's by the same as Americans. last year right the renaissance yeah club, the renaissance club owned by yeah. a bunch of uh, expats you know what though? Place. A lot of a lot of people a lot of people they think that you go over there, you know, play there to get ready. And, and you know, a lot of it, you know, a lot of it is going over there. If the course isn't similar, whatever, you're trying to get acclimated to the time. Yeah. And sure. to get a little bit of routine. And uh as you know that when you go over there, it's shitty food and warm beer. So they gotta get used to that too. That's Dino. your opinion. That's your I opinion, know, Mr. I know that I know the British Open is your favorite event. What's of the year. wrong with Mushy Peace? And it's not the British Open, it's the Open. The Open, whatever you want to call it. What's wrong what with would you? Peace? What have you called it your whole life? The Open. You've called it the Open your whole life. Yeah, I never knew there's any other tournaments other than that, to be honest. That was the biggest one we did. What about your club championship? What? You, that you didn't think it wasn't your club championship, a golf tournament? Yeah, but it's called the club championship. It was never called the Open. The Open was everybody. Everybody in Britain's dream is to play in the Open. Every kid from first time they touch a club, every putt you okay. make in the practice. So right now, if you, if you were born in, t- if you were, if you were a twelve-year-old boy right now, two thousand twenty-three, and you had to pick one, and you were from the exact same places where you were from. Obviously, times have changed with TV and social media and everything and availability. Would you pick the Open or the Masters? The Open for sure. So what happens if you lived in America? Would you pick the opener of the Masters? Probably the Masters. Definitely. How many people? I bet you a lot of people would say or the Masters also. Yeah, not in Britain, I don't think. I mean, because you get you got to try and watch the Masters ten o'clock at night, right? Whereas the British Open is uh, on at six in the morning till four ten o'clock at night at live. And I know another for with you, your low hooking, uh, you know, low hooking, you know, whatever you hit out there is more. Uh, it's better on those tight fairways under the wind. Where if you know in the real golf, you gotta. We you call know. that ball strike in uh, in Britain, Dale. Do you? High floater that you'd like to hit. 
That gets I will. In the wind. Listen, hey. Richie, don't don't let him talk to me like that. He knows my ball plate's powerful and perfect. Richie's just checking on the hockey news, which we're going to talk about in a uh, second. Uh, uh, uh. How about the Barbasol? Barbasol, that's the opposite event. I've caddied there many times. I think that was my f- Barbasol. First event I ever caddied for Abraham was the Barbasol. I think I as I always have a wager on Taylor Pender every week, right? Ten bucks to win, no matter where he's playing, and he's uh, he's one of the favorites to win the Barbasol this week. Really? Yeah, that's awesome. Well, he's he's trending. I mean, you know, he's one of those guys. Obviously, you know, you know better than I do, but he's been in contention now five, six times. Like not just contention, but serious contention. Yeah, final group. So. Obviously, he has it, and he's going to be one of those guys that once he gets one, and if it's a small field, opposite field event, if it's a big one or whatever it may be, once he gets that monkey up his back, because you know a lot of these guys play for anyone that's listening. It doesn't matter. A lot of these guys are playing for more than the tournament in the back of their minds. So if you haven't won an event, you don't have a job. So you know you can go back and look at guys like Graham Dillette, made twelve million bucks on the PGA Tour, had to retire because he didn't ever win, had no past champ status. You know, a guy like Spencer Levine made eight, nine million and uh, lost his job and got a sponsor's invite, you know, five years later, one on the web. Um, getting that first win and having that security for life is incredibly oh, sure. hard yeah, to get You've always through. got a place to play, eh? past champions, exempt status and stuff. Eh? As soon as you get it, you get to play in all of those. You get your pension. You're, you're going to add on to your pension. You're going to... It's just everything. Obviously, the you know what we should be talking about some of these young guys that Aberg from Texas Tech or wherever he's from. He's a stud. That Quest. other dude that was up there, Quest. He's got his PGA. Yeah, Tour that status Peter Quest from Utah, stud. BYU two two events. He's got his PGA Tour status already. Yeah, and then that, that other dude, uh, that other dude that's got that weird name like Mouyao or whatever, M O U W or whatever that weird one. He was up there after oh, round three. Y U A N? No, that's no, that's no, that's the dude huh? that won the the I know money you're list good on with the Asian web. names. Hey, I know you're not good. He's not an Asian. Looks like he's got a fucking hospital guy. He does have a hospital guy. Are you, are you in the hospital? Or are you? He's got a robe. Robe. No, I should robe? be in the hospital. Are you wearing a robe? No, I'm wearing a golf shirt. You look like you're wearing like a dressing robe, like a like a hospital gown or a smoking jacket. Yeah, I could wear that. So what guy are you talking about? Sorry, I don't know who. Not all. No, just the some of these talk. young guys. And then you go back and look at that web.com or the the Cornberry tour. You got that dude that back to back weeks. You got the guys like first start ever. The guy yeah. from Florida and that French dude that almost lost in the playoff that second yeah. week. There's a lot of these college kids are these young dudes are way better than they were even a couple oh, know, years ago. It's kind of nice. So that again, the top five get out on the PGA tour right away too. Yeah, right? no, absolutely. But you know what? You know what? We haven't talked about this yet. No one's talking about this. And maybe that we'll be the first ones too. I've mentioned it numerous times with this PJ Tour Live. PJ Tour expanded all their tours and all this stuff to replenish these players. The Cornberry Tour gets 30 cards, I think. You know, all those other ones, just like that college, take those five college dudes right away, get them their cards so they don't have to go through the process. When this thing if something happens, whatever does happen, obviously a bunch of news came out today. Some weird news. Hey, like Norman has to be out. This guy needs a membership at Augusta. Augusta. Just some yeah. serious, stupid shit. Well, it's like, is this about the players or is this about you? But it's about the Senate, though, like, right? And again, I just they were talking about the Senate. So the guy from North Carolina goes, Yeah, I'm from North Carolina. We have a PGA tour event there. We love golf there. 
They said it's grandstanding for all the senators. It's not really about live and PJ Tour. Said there's no, there's but no like you know, with the the agreement, like where the guy says, "Yeah, I want a membership at Augusta." Yeah. Okay, no chance. We, you're not allowed to ask to be at Augusta. If you do ask, you're gonna get revoked, and you can never go back again. The guy probably has asked already. Why he's putting it in? They're like, I don't like using that stuff. It's yeah. the players for players, isn't it? It's not for. What they hammered if the guy today, want, if they wanted you as a member there, you'd be there. What the senators are hammered them today was on the Chinese. Why? Why you got a PJ tour China? The guy couldn't answer. He goes, "Well, he said the the um, you know the human rights uh, stuff from China is just as bad as Saudi Arabia." And then, yeah. So why did you, you see them? how many people were in there? Yeah, it was. It, it was. <laughs> And one guy goes, "Hey, so we're struggling to feed people in America, and we're we're wasting our time talking about this." He said, "You guys decide it. Once you've got an agreement, come back and see us. Then we'll decide." So yeah, it's just weird. Grandstand. Yeah, you know, there's just... gonna be so many lawsuits. So you don't think Norman's gonna like he? Whoever's got a whoever doesn't like like he he can't have Greg Norman. It's like, well, that's a personal vendetta. I guarantee it. Someone's putting like, there's too many, there's too much personal shit involved. I in know, this. but you think if they pay Greg 150, he'll just go away. Why not? He's I mean, he could give him 500 million, but if you could give him whatever he wanted, whatever he got up, at the end of the day, in... we're still negotiating. The negotiating term shouldn't be based on, on not liking someone and this guy yeah, getting memberships and what it should be based on what's best for golf, what's best for the players. They even brought up today that Tiger Woods has offered 700 million. He's, and when the one Senate goes, that's a lot of cake to turn down. <laughs> it's a lot of cake. That's what he said. It's like, this is just, it's like them. It was like the Muppet show, you know, when the old two guys sitting up on the balcony yeah. just talking dribble. Yeah. There's nothing to say. There's no agreement in place. I don't even know why they met. I really don't. Well, on all day on talk radio. You know? I hope they figure it out for the for everybody. All right, let's, let's get everybody. into some of the some of the big moves in hockey. I'll I'll pass you over to my esteemed colleague. Get us up to speed. I know the Canucks are really moving and shaking, eh? Yeah, yeah, doing a whole lot of nothing right yeah. now. So talk to me. What's the big news? I think the biggest thing is you know if you're a Canadian. Uh, Looking at the Canadian teams was the was the Alex DeBrincat movie uh, a couple days ago. Uh, Ottawa to Detroit, his hometown, uh, Farmington Hills, Michigan. Lad uh, got his wish. Um, he went to play there. Is that why? Well, he did, but you know, uh, the word around the league was that everyone thought that the Islanders are going to be really in the picture, but they never really were at the end. And um, he took a little bit less to come home. Uh, eight years at. Uh, pretty good coin, you know. So, um, what kind of money? Eight years, seven point eight seven five. Oh, so you took a or bit four of- four years. Sorry, four years, seven point eight seven five. But took a bit of a pay cut, eh? Oh yeah, yeah. There's just these guys is tough on these guys, eh? Thirty million. Yeah, I don't know how he'll make it. No, and you know, so it'll be interesting to see how he handles it playing at home. Uh, he's got Dylan Larkin. He'll play with. Can he regain his two forty goal seasons from uh, Chicago, where he, you know, where he had a. Uh, Patrick Kane <laughs> to to but, give him the pot. What's going to happen? Probably not. What about Chicago? Well, you know they. Well, is he going to play right away? Connor, yes. Really? Yeah. I, I'll, they I'll, need I'll be him. if he doesn't play right away. And they'll be they they're going to surround him with good veterans, which he's, is what they have to do. Uh, good good character veterans. Will some goon try and take him out. Yes. Well, only put it this way, people will. Yeah, there will be, to feel be that. some trying, but I, it won't last it's long. It's too fast, too. So. And it, you know what? 
Team's not like that anymore, Dean. No, no. But you if know. you were playing against him and they said, Richie, we gotta stop this kid, you'd Richie be the guy out there, wouldn't you? You'd be one of the guys. Uh, well, yeah, there used to know, be a lot of guys like face. that. But, but, like fighting, yeah, but, but the thing him. is that, yeah, but there's just no guys don't want to play that way anymore. You know, they all want to hug each other and cut deals. Well, they're, all, and, they're all training together in the summer, right? But uh yeah, so well, well, I think the biggest thing, the biggest news right now is that uh look, there's some still pup couple pretty big fish out there that haven't signed uh i think the ottawa trade will uh get serious now with open up the door a little bit for possibly tarasenko yeah um matt dumba is still out there right hand shot defenseman right hand shot defenseman are hard to come by he's still out there uh it's very interesting what will happen with those two guys but i think the biggest thing right now at this time of the year is the attentions are are, 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 are turned to salary arbitration hearings and yeah, no, I know. And the, and and they haven't had a few for years, have they? Well, there's always some, but they're not fun. Yeah. Uh, because uh, so talk us through get, that, Richie. Talk us through that process. So I, I don't like what the team offering, and another team's offering something else. So I go to arbitration. Actually, no. It's it comes down to I don't like what you offered me. Right. I and, think I'm worth and, more. And I'm 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 worth more. And the team says, well, we don't think you're worth more. And then that's where. It, that's where it can you can start to open up some moves. You don't want it to go to You don't want to get into an arbitration because then you start to hear because if you win, the team loses, and if the team wins, unless, yeah. but, unless but, but it becomes it's not like your backstabber. It becomes it's like uh, you 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 throw shit at each other, right? And about well, like if I'm Steve Eisner and I'm telling Dean Sprill, here's what here's here's what you're not. Here's what you think you're take it. You're yeah, really right, take it. I'll but, take the you know deal. Many, but you know what you know I mean, right? And, and so it can and become forth. it can become a, a sore spot moving forward, and that's why I think you hear more often than not in the last handful of years that it gets right down to the to the twelfth hour, and uh, a deal struck. Yeah. Um, well, you know, at the end of the day, if you go to arbitration, you know, there's already been ten different proposals going both ways. If it gets there. If it gets there, you know that someone isn't agreeing, someone nothing. But you know what? Arbitration a lot of time goes in the, the player's favor. So, well, and, and right now, and right now, at the end of the day, when you settle and you and you try and get it done before arbitration, neither side is ever happy. Trust me. But that's a good deal. Isn't it? Neither side is. Both sides are never happy. No, but the, uh, I was always told that a good deal is when both people are unhappy. That's a good deal. Yeah, yeah I, you settle. I agree with that. You settle. Right, if you're not happy and I'm not happy, that's probably the common yeah. ground. That's where yeah. it should be. And, but, and know, there's still restrict, and there's still there's you know, so there, there's still that going on, and that will last here for the next two, three weeks. I think they start here in the next day or two. Yeah, but the biggest thing also is, you know, from a Canadian standpoint, uh content, uh what happens, you know, what is still gonna happen with up in Calgary and what is still gonna happen in Toronto? Uh it's a mess, isn't it? Uh hey, I'm not afraid to say Calgary. it, but a lot of a lot of you know, there's what there. I said Calgary's just imploded. Well, yeah, yeah amazing, eh? Since uh, everything was uh, no one wanted to play for the coach. No, 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 no one wants to play <laughs> yeah, there. So I'm trying to figure what the hell is going on. I just on think that there should be an apology out there somewhere to somebody about what, about what the shit hell that went down. But either way, that being said, and you look at you, you know, so what do you get? What do you do with Noah Hannafin? What are you going to do with Elias Lindholm? Uh, you know, I love Crank. I what are you going to do with Conroy. that? I think he's a great person. You got he's got his work yeah. cut out for him. What's the deal? What about that massive contract that they have now, too? And is he going to turn his season, his career around next year? Huberto? Yeah. I don't know how. 
I mean, if he doesn't turn his contract around, that's one of the worst fucking contracts ever. He seems to be the problem. Well, at the end of the day, you know what? The game is north-south. The game is speed. The game is structure. The game is everyone comes back hard to to try and create uh, turnovers and stop and kill plays. And if you're going to play this game, you need to play north-south in a hurry. You cannot play east-west. Goodrow can do it. Gretzky could do it. Connor can do it when he wants to. Drysaddle can do what he wants to. All the guys that play the game the right way, it's north south, it's speed, and it's getting yeah. to the net How about as this, quick though, as you can. Is you know the GM goes, the coach goes, you know whatever order that goes in, you know someone's saying okay I'll go, and then oh I'll go. Well then the players okay whatever. Does that mean that the players just start keep going too? Like there's got to be there's some there's an outlying issue here where everything's gone now. Like you know now you're holding on to. You're going to build your team around Huberdo that didn't want to be there getting benched. He's got the biggest contract. He probably wants to be somewhere else where he was a super like Florida or fucking French speaking. It's like they they got a lot of shit to worry about. And I don't think they're going to have a good season at all. No, I, I they got some work to do. And, you know, I hope they can figure it out, you know, for their own sake and for the fans' sake. And, and, and for Toronto. Alberta. But Toronto. Toronto, the biggest thing is, you know, Matthews. Brad Trilvin went in there and he's tried to change, I guess, I wouldn't say the identity of the club, but change not even really the culture, but bring in a different mindset to the group where he's tried to sign some guys that a little bit more sandpaper, grit. Uh, but, geez, you talk about uh, trying to have addition by subtraction or subtraction by addition. Now, who cares however you want to say it right now because I don't think that – that you look at what they lost and what they brought in, they're not the same group they were. Uh, not even worse. worse. Yeah. You not know, the only thing I'm, I'm the only thing when I think Maple Leafs, Toronto Maple Leafs right now is I want to know how much their hand, their average handicapping golf went, uh, got better. Just <laughs> I knew that was going to come so to the equation somewhere. So which but I, I don't think they're even close right now. They're, they need help on the back end. Uh, Brad cannot be done. Uh, hey, you know trying what, to, trying to Trying to add depth. And serious depth that can play on the back end, and that. In, but the uh, biggest, the, the biggest, the biggest problem I'm gonna, I'm gonna, the biggest problem it's they got right now is on a roll deal. Is what he Matthews is gonna get done. That's one of the reasons why Shane Doan was brought in. Let let's let's be honest. Shane, watch this kid grow up. Knows the kid inside out. He's gonna listen to Shane Doan. But at the end of the day, the 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 sore spot that has to get taken care of, and how are they, how are they gonna do it? Is what are you gonna do with Nylander? Yeah, I no, mean, he just came off his apart. best season ever. Hey, you know, in the Mickelson tournament uh, that uh, Morrissey played and uh, Shifley, Shifley. Shifley played and Doughty played. Any good? Uh, mid-80s kind of thing. Not too bad. It's, it's 7,500 yards. Yeah, yeah. So if, he, if you're going to rank the NHL in, in best golf teams, who would be the best golf team? Well... You know that it's the Maple Leafs because they've got the most, uh, and then you got to go with the other teams where they get to play golf all year long. So you got to. I Arizona. say Arizona and Arizona, for sure. Arizona, Tampa for sure playing every day. Aren't they? I know guys down there in Arizona. I, I've seen Chandler Stevenson hit a golf ball and play in Saskatoon the last couple of summers. Chandler is a scratch. I'm sure there's a handful there's a bunch. of guys I played in that with Mark, play like Savard. That. I played in some terms with Mark. Savard. Mark Savard was really good. I played with him some a, a bunch. Uh, not Ooh, played at the yeah. herb. Mark Savard, you remember him? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. new assistant coach for the Flames. Is he? Oh no shit. And that and that's and you know and that's why he was Most a good golfer something. because he never spent enough time at the rink to figure it out, right? Yeah, he's a good golfer. He's a scratch, a legit scratch. Savard is. He, 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 he didn't, didn't really catch that, did you? 
He was yeah, no, he, I said he, he was a hell of a player, but just imagine how good he would have really been if he would have spent some more time at the rink. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad he's listening tonight. You can mention that to him the next time you see him face to face, Richie. Oh, that's, I'm not afraid to. I'm sure you're not. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. Yeah, no, no, I don't think you're afraid. Okay, man, that's good. Good stuff. I can't wait for the next installment. So, Scottish Open, Dale, I'm sure you'll be up early watching that. I will 100% watch those. Hey, do you know what I love about what I saw this week was 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 the guys, the pro guys, taking time out of their crazy schedules and, and trying to be just normal people uh, with their significant others and enjoying. Uh, Are you kidding me? Absolutely, Dean. Going to Wimbledon. Yeah, how many, enjoying people, get, how many people get Yeah, they're going, going there to take fucking pictures. How is that normal? <laughs> but I'm there myself. Great is for these <laughs> guys. They take, take time and go, hey, we're no, going to go sure. do this. Yeah, it's not know? normal, is it? No, it's not. Hey. But I'm just saying to go hey, do yeah. that and say, look, we're going and the planet because you and just, then, you weren't waking up Sunday morning going, hey, we're flying and we're playing. We're going to get center court seats tomorrow at Wimbledon. I mean, I'm hey, sure Richie, the girls, they, the wives, the wives had some just, some planning going on. That's just, that's just kissing babies and taking pictures. That ain't signing titties and taking pictures. I'll tell you one thing: no good on them. Good on them. I envy them. I wish I was there doing it too. Thanks for listening to Suds, Dino, and the Dogfather. Tune in next week and be sure to check out www.theporkmissile.com for merch and more. <laughs>